You've tuned into 96.7 on your FM dial. This is CKLU. You can listen, of course, at Radio Garden. Just go online, find that, move the map around, turn the globe, and you'll find 96.7 FM Sudbury. The program is QOL. My name is Hugh Cruzel, and I've been doing these programs ages and ages, and it's been such a wonderful journey to talk to so many people about a diversity of things today. I'm with Rochelle Roca, and we're going to talk about CD Sunday, which is happening here in Sudbury on the 26th of February, if I'm not mistaken. Rochelle, tell us more about CD Sunday. So the whole purpose of CD Sudbury, it's actually our branding has changed. It used to be CD Saturday, and then CD Sunday, and then we kept changing the event Saturday, Sunday. Now it's CD CD Sudbury. Sudbury. So our branding is CD Sudbury, and there's always information available on all of the social media, Instagram, um, Facebook, and YouTube. The reason I say that is because we want people to find the information year after year, depending on whatever day. So this year happens to be on a Sunday, and a really exciting thing happened to our committee. Um, I guess CD Sudbury events have been happening since 2006, I think Colleen Zilio confirmed for me. So it's been many, many, many years. The purpose of the CD Sudbury event is to exchange seeds and to build some knowledge and skill and excitement around saving seeds. You're a gardener. I'm a gardener. So um, you know all about seeds. And no, you know, I don't. You know, I'm January, fascinated by them. January 1st hits and everybody pulls out their seed catalogs because we all got to go shopping because uh, we got to have seeds so that we can be ready for the upcoming gardening season. We're... we're- anticipating we're in we're imagining we're using our imagination to plant those seeds at yes this time. because it's pretty dark on december 31st you know oh, <laughs> it's God. pretty dark and we're imagining oh my goodness we can buy seeds but and, i can feel it yeah. can you feel it i can feel I it i can my, feel there's change happening and my chickens feel it because i'm getting more eggs so yes, hallelujah yes. well they've got pineal Spring glands that capture a little Sunlight. bit of information about the day length Exactly. Yes. So the days are getting longer. We're imagining summer. So we want to have an event sort of end of February, early March. So we're always looking for a Saturday or Sunday somewhere in the city that is a okay, big tell, enough venue. Tell us about the venue. So what was really exciting is that uh, Dr. David Pearson. Oh, uh, yes. He, he's been here with yes, the committee. Yes. So he's on our committee now. Um, we, we've been doing a lot of exchanges of uh, or giving away of milkweed seeds. And he's really mm-hmm. interested in that milkweed project. So he happened to be in here, brought milkweed seeds. We were having a CD Sudbury meeting. And so he's he joined. And then what happened was um, Science North came forward and said the cavern is free and we'd love to have C.D. Sudbury happen at the cavern because... No, at Science North. At Science North. It's yeah, never the valley, been there. Never been there. No, it's We've, been a Parkside Center was most at Park, of the time. Yeah, for many, many years at Parkside Center. And that was Science put on North, by the... so much I know, parking. So much so parking. Easy. Free parking. And it, they were offered it for free. They're like, it's sort of like a science project. Isn't it saving is. seeds like a giant science project? Yes. And you know what? Climate adapted seeds. Our climate is changing. If we can learn how to save seeds here, we can have really strong seeds for a great food supply. So let's back up just for a minute. Mm -hmm. Are you advocating seed exchange with local seeds that have been can I use the word acclimatized? That's right. That's the word we want to use. Yeah, that's what that's what the word is. So it's not just any kind of seed. Listen, a seed is a seed. There's magic in every seed. It doesn't matter on whether the seed was from here or somewhere else. I mean, the odds of it growing better here if it comes from here. Um, The truth of the matter is our seed supply comes from the global industrial complex, right? So um, they decide, well, I don't know, northern Washington state is great for spinach seeds or whatever. And so the world's population all gets their spinach seeds from that part. Okay, that's fine. You know what? We we need efficient, cost efficient production, whatever. 
So I understand why we landed in these places. However, we live in Sudbury. We have a microcosm here. We have a we have a climate. We have a day length. We have a latitude different on the bacteria. planet. We have different bacteria, different soil types. So it's better for us going forward in the changing world if we can learn how to save seeds and collect seeds that will do well here. And so... You know what? There's a great, quite a group of people, no, the horticultural ask, people, the gardeners and, and the farmers. It's no, it, there's people. a lot of people um, that have this skill set. And listen, there's a lot more that don't have the skill set. So and the important thing about having a CD event is that it highlights to people that, you know, here's some things to think about. You know, let's think about the food supply. Let's think about where do the seeds come from? Who holds the knowledge? Who holds the seeds? Um, those of us who want to learn more about how we can build better gardens... Where can we get the information? Anyways, then COVID hit, and then we couldn't have an Good event at all. COVID, no. So then, but uh, we tried a number of F, uh, different things. <laughs> you and I. I mean, I used the little free libraries. Yeah. Well, mine, we anyways. And yeah. you gave me seeds, and we distributed, and people could just come. No question asked. Come and get some seeds. Encourage people to do some garden. Just like bread making, everybody was trying to do something. So we had to really pivot. We learned how to use um, the internet. So we we got some content and we turned it into a live streaming event for almost three years, I think. So we had content on our YouTube channel. That's why you know I, I really wanted to highlight that YouTube channel because every presentation we did over the years it's there is still there yes. and it's still active. So you can look at that programming, and we will be adding new programming this year. So um, just Google CD Sudbury. If you and Google YouTube. CD Sudbury, and you will find a bunch of content. Mm. Um, Carrie Regenstreif has been promoting all of our events lately. So she's been managing the um, the rollout of information on Facebook and on social media. So she's done a really brilliant job of communicating forward what's happening. There is an Eventbrite link right now. So if you wanted to reserve your ticket to the cavern, you can go to Eventbrite, CD Sudbury, and you can register. It's free. It's free, but it's you want free. to know. Well, we're trying, we're trying to gauge, you know, yeah, how many people are going to show up. We're going to have, um, they're going to have their blue coats. We're going to have some interactive stations for children. I we have this brand ask. new, look at this piece of equipment over here. Garth made this. That Garth a, made the seed cleaner. Seed cleaner. That's sorter. Yeah, what it does is it separates the the, the seeds from, from the, the non-seeds. Yeah, yes. you know that's a hey. Listen, you try to separate wheat from chaff by hand, man. That's a big project. I've tried little, to do it. Bit of can't wind. do it. I'm really ex- excited about having some equipment. So this machine hooks up to, to a, a vacuum, vacuum cleaner. cleaner. <laughs> so we've got a lot of projects for kids. Um, there's been a lot of interest in Sudbury over milkweed over the last number yes. of years due to some pollinator garden projects and due to the you know the demise of the monarch butterfly. Uh, So we've been giving out free milkweed seeds. But listen, milkweed is not just butterfly food. Milkweed is people food. We have a very special visitor coming from uh, Deep River. I I hope I got the name right. But his name is Jean Vincelette. And he's going to share the story of milkweed uh, from an Indigenous perspective. So we're going to have a milkweed station. So Dr. Pearson and my friend Mel are going to be talking about milkweed as cordage, as people food, and as butterfly food. So there's going to be a lot of... There's been a lot of interest in the I've city. I've always wondered about pickling them, you know, or mm, good. who knows. Well, we, know uh, we made um, the pods. When the pods are young, they kind of taste like okra, oh. you know. Yeah, they do look like okra. They look like okra and they oh. taste like okra. When the, when the plant is young, you can eat it like asparagus. So, I mean, there's so much about our food supply and about seeds that we don't know. Anyways, milkweed is one of our stations. Um, there's going to be a beekeeper there with some information about bees. And we're going to have uh, my friend Carmine, who's my new friend. He's apparently been growing fig trees in Sudbury. He says he ate a thousand figs last summer. So we're going to have some fig trees and you know, we're going to talk about 
probably doing a workshop in the spring about how you can take care of your fig tree in Sudbury because these seeds and little plants came over from Italy and, and they're still propagating. So there's a big bunch of secrets well, people, behind that. Yeah, there's the garage, there's... There's bringing it in. Hey, out there's some the secrets. Opening. If you come yeah, to oh, Science yeah, North, you'll find out. You'll figs. find out what the secrets are. Figs are wonderful. Oh my, they're so delicious. Oh my goodness. I love figs. Yes. Yeah. Especially so we have that. I think he said he does olives too or something. Anyways, I don't know. Um, I'm hoping that Phil will come, Phil Beauchamp, with his hardy fruit trees. Um, some of them, I mean, okay, here we are. It's January. The event's still six weeks away. There's some fine tuning yes. that's going to happen. But. What we want to do is create a culture of seed saving. So we're going to have two stations, one for beginners and one for advanced. And uh, we're going to give away free seeds and a tip sheet and a commitment. Look, we're going to have a little club. People are going to sign up. They're going to get their free seeds. And then next year, we want to see people back with seeds to trade. So what's happened historically, there have been a few you, you avid gardeners. Tom- you did that with tomatoes. I did that while. with tomatoes. I had this... Uh, what do we call it? Tomatoes on the rocks or something some kind like of that. Like that. Yes, yes. To try to create Sorry, some... I interrupted you. Just no, say, that's okay. You know. we, we, and, and I've been trying to do this because the seed swap table in the past has had a lot of contributions from serious gardeners. Yes. Um, my farm contributed a lot of seeds last year. This year, I, I don't know, I was too busy farming other things. I didn't do that many seeds. Yeah, so you did animals more. I did a lot of more animals last yes. year. But anyways, it's all, it's all good, but... Uh, you know, I can't be. It can't be just three of us saving seeds no. and putting them for free distribution. No. What we need to do is create a culture community, of community everybody practice. can save some seeds, yes. and then we trade. Yes. So why do I have to grow everything on my farm? I don't. I decide I really well, like your slope, whatever. southern facing, will yeah. grow certain kinds of things better. Maybe the drainage is different. I mean, I just think about around here. We're surrounded by. Um, Big uh, black rocks. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I think about the Italian community. Oh, yeah. And how many oh, interesting here, yeah. things that are grown. Is the CD Sudbury also about showcasing varieties of things that we maybe are perplexed by? I mean, think about the black tomatoes years ago when those first came up. People were like, what the heck is that? Are there things often at CD Sudbury that are like, well, I never thought about growing tomatillos. I never thought about growing. That's precisely it, right? That's why we showcase. That's why we showcase these sort of special projects, so that people can go. Well, I didn't know that tomatoes came in any other color than red. Different shapes. You know, different shapes. It's amazing the variety the, of tomatoes. Different level of acidity. And the flavor profile. Carmine is coming with some very special seeds. He said they grow like ten feet tall, and he's been saving the same seeds over and over and over again. And um, I, I also want to, before I, we leave this conversation, I really want to highlight the work of Seeds of Diversity Canada. So right. Seeds of Out Diversity of Canada, Ottawa? they're Toronto. Toronto? Well, okay. It's... Um, Cog is in, in Ottawa. No. No. The Cog is in, I want to say, oh, Guelph. Small town. Oh, wait. No, I want to no, say Guelph. Guelph. Okay. I think it's Guelph it or Cambridge. Or, listen, I should know this. I was <laughs> on the board for three years and now I forgot. Well, the reality is everybody's, you know, there's somebody from BC and Alberta. Like there's somebody from every province on yes. the board. And you have virtual meetings. And then, you know, pre-COVID, you would go someplace for a yearly yes. meeting and you would you would tag on to somebody else's local initiative. But there's a lot of exciting work happening around seed saving all over the country Mm. and so it was really inspirational the last meeting i went to was in montreal in 2019 and the amount of young people uh, in the organic seed movement is is quite astounding and if you start diving deep into what's happening around um, the globalization of seeds the the monoculture of our diet you know we used to eat many many more varieties of foods than than we're eating now even different kinds of pigs we used to eat from tamworths to whatever and i don't know what the common breed is today yeah yeah i I don't 
I don't really know, but it's an industrial hog that's designed to do well in confinement. But if we go back to the point of seeds, so Seeds of Diversity Canada holds Canada's seed library. library. Yes. And and it really, it's quite amazing. They're experts at how do you save the seed? How do you make sure you grow enough of, of different plants so that your genetic pool is very strong? Mm-hmm. They have a, a plan to grow out seeds. So let's say they have a seed in the collection that they're getting down to not, not very many of them. Right. They have... Um, special gardeners that will take those seeds out and grow them out so that we can always replenish the supply so that we have a living seed connection collection people hear of the big vault in norway yes yes. well it's nice to have a vault in norway but it's better to have the seeds growing year after year so they can see the sun so that they can learn to adapt with what the climactic conditions are like even now look at it's january what's the date 26th we've had Minus 20 temperatures twice this winter. Which is That's kind of crazy. When yes. I was a kid, my father was flying his airplane onto the lakes in November. Yeah. And and now he doesn't even bother to put the wheel, the floats on, on. or the, the skis on because yes. it's not cold enough. Right. So if we're growing seeds year after year after year, they're getting used to one of our conditions. You know, our weather patterns are changing. The yes. amount of rainfall is changing. Anyways, there's a well, whole... We're still interstadial between two glacial periods. Yes. Thank goodness. But... <laughs> well, it's warm. I like that. You know? it is... Listen, if it keeps getting warm, I'm planting peach trees. Uh, and figs. And figs. Well, and figs. okay, figs is already a thing because uh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm super excited. I have one fig tree and I haven't eaten any figs off it. Well, um, I want to highlight, there's a book and we're going to have a lot of copies of this book available. And it's um, it's a... It's a small, soft-covered book, and it's the instructions on how to save all different kinds of seeds. It's a $15 purchase. It's the best $15 you'll ever spend. It's published by Seeds of Diversity Canada, and it's the foundation for anybody trying to preserve their own seeds. And it has all the, you know, some seeds are very promiscuous. Like if you plant squash and you don't oh, take care of that, you're going to have some weirdo things happening you next year. You sure do. But they're wonderful. They're Weird, wonderful. wonderful. Listen, there's a lot of really wild, uh, crazy squash seeds in the collection. And we'll tell you if it had what kind of parentage it had. But right. this year I grew one. some. <laughs> the, yeah. the Jardale, the yeah. Jardale pumpkin. I grew one this year and... Um, I had 35 little torpedo-looking squashes on it. Like, they weren't edible, but they would make an excellent rattle. So, you know, we have to use our minds when we're looking at what's growing. What is this for? Is it food? But maybe it's something else, you know? Yes. Maybe it's a gourd. Maybe it's something uh, that's decorative. Maybe it's something that's delicious that we just don't know how to eat yet. So So um, a couple of things I want to highlight. So some of the speakers. So I mentioned Jacques. Um, Vincelette, he's one guy, that's the milkweed. Um, Johnny Cashima Batabella, who's a professor at Collège Borea, and he's in charge of the um, program um, there. The yeah. program there with, with the with agriculture program yes. with the greenhouse. And he's been on a mission to grow in, indigenous seeds from other parts of the world in uh, Sudbury region so that the new immigrants can eat some of their some flavors of their gr- from home. Yes. So he gave a presentation last year, Johnny, and he is going to come again this year to give a presentation. I have Peggy Bailey from Three Forks Farm. Oh, so yeah. she Peggy, is yeah. um, saving, they're saving their own seeds. They've, their farm has moved to Manitoulin Island and they actually seed save there. And so her products will be available for sale. And she's going to give two presentations. One on why do we care about organic farming? You know, mm. what what's that story all about? What's the big deal about pesticides and, and herbicides that give yes. us more efficient crops? Well, you know, there's another side to that story. And why do so many people invest in having a clean garden without chemicals? Um, that's tied to the pollinator story. And that's right. tied to the milkweed story. The so soil health. Yeah. 
soil health. Last year, Garth, who made the seed cleaner, gave a beautiful presentation on composting, you know, yes. and what's the value of composting. Um, or mirror organic uh, worm composting guy, um, he's going to be there with his, uh, with his compost. Um, who else do we have? Oh, we have those two tables to sign up. So beginners and advanced. We really need to develop the skill at saving biannual seeds. So yes. let's say a beet. You grow the beet year one, you get a beetroot. Yep. You got to figure out how to overwinter that thing so that next year it can it grow up the flower seed. stock yes. so that you get seeds. That's trickier, it right? It is, but it happens sometimes. I know even lettuce. The next year when it flies, I mean, people were coming into my garden and going, I love those blue flowers or I love yeah. those. Like, look at that. And they smell different. There was a different fragrance about them uh, than, than other plants. And no, the other interesting plant is the radish because if you go a radish, you know, and some people don't like to eat radishes because they're so spicy. And Candy. So then, Catch well, if you forget to harvest those yeah, radishes, uh, then you get these beautiful oh, flowers. You know, I, yes. ate, I ate a whole salad, which oh, was exactly. only radish flowers, flowers. And, and young radish pods. And a young radish pod sort of resembles a pea. Yes, yes. And quite delicious. Anyways, mm. I, I, and it looks beautiful. Like, who eats flowers? We don't eat flowers we because should. they don't, they don't store well or transport well. No, so you're never going to find a flower at a grocery store. No. But man, Sook if Harbor you have House. a garden. Yeah, Sue Carper House used to well, that's in, salads and yeah, year round. And that's like in BC. Listen, we got to create that sort of exciting food culture here. Right. And the way we start an exciting food culture is by starting with amazing seeds. And, and passionate people. And passionate people. And listen, there's a lot of passionate people who love seeds in Sudbury. Mm. And good food. Mm. And so, you know, the people who want to eat good food, we got to grow it. I mean, this is why I got into gardening. I always, so I'm yes. a pharmacist, okay? That's well, my I, trade. I was going to do a little station identifier here. because <laughs> and, and where we are, I'm just going to say it. You're listening to 96.7 on your FM dial, and we are on location at Seasons Pharmacy and Culinaria. There's an and, right? That's yeah, it's an the, and. Yeah, and and Pharmacy and Culinaria, where food meets medicine. Correct. That's, what yeah. it, that's your tagline. Listen, your sniffer and your taster tells you what food is good for you, and, and your body knows what little biochemicals it needs. Those biochemicals are found in food, and they're found in fresh food, in living food, and um, that food comes from seeds. So this is, this is it. Like, it's pretty simple. I started growing a garden because I wanted to eat well. And I, I didn't know that there were different colored tomatoes until I was quite an adult, <laughs> you know. And then I'm like, oh, I can grow a yellow one. And, and then I carrots. You can grow oh my goodness. yellow oh, carrots and purple, purple. carrots. And, yes. and I didn't know this. So then I became on this mission. I'm going to collect one of everything. Listen, you can have, wait, like, look at those boxes over there. I have, like, four yes. boxes full I of seeds. I put my glasses on. Uh, you don't need look to look at them. Just there. trust me. Yes. Well, you know, you want to collect one of every kind of seed. Like, I have so many seeds, I'm never going to plant them out. So this is the other reason why but I want to participate in a seed them swap. in your imagination. Oh, yes, they're all in my imagination. Trust <laughs> me, it's a tangled mess in there. But in the garden, you only have so much room, right? So why do we hoard seeds? We need to get those seeds out into the the ground. ground. We need to share them with other people. We need to give them to people who've never had a garden before. And there's... So we were were talking about um, the boxes of seeds and getting them into the ground. It, It really is not about hoarding seeds. You can't it's, hoard seeds. They're just going to go bad over time. They will decline. So we were talking about um, not hoarding seeds, but utilizing seeds. Mm-hmm. And that's really important, isn't it? It's not about, you know, well, I've got this collection. Well, you know, everybody worries there's some zombie apocalypse going to happen and then you better pull out your seed collection. <laughs> well, no, listen. Co- I mean, coming to seasons <laughs> if there's a zombie apocalypse. Well, the thing is, we need the skill to learn how to grow things. And the seeds will thrive if you grow them here. You have some anti-zombie pills here in the farm. <laughs> no anti-zombie pills, no. 
<laughs> Just kidding, folks. Yeah, but Rochelle is a pharmacist, as yeah. is Lori. This is yeah. a, a pharmacy, a licensed pharmacy. Yeah. You do all the regular things, but you take this to a different level where people see you as a resource about really more than what they put in their mouth as a pill. It's what they put in their mouth as, as food, fuel. Yeah putting the power in someone else to to make you healthy if you're always relying on an outside source like the medication or your doctor mm-hmm. or the whatever the system is going to help you no like you have to help yourself mm-hmm. and, and it starts by you know you got to invest in uh, cooking at home and and growing food and growing food and you're because like i said your body knows what it needs and and the one ingredient we talk very little about is what is the livingness of food mm-hmm. right what's the livingness if we're alive we want to have that life force. And so when you pick the plant from your garden and walk, you don't even have, you just wipe it off, like wipe that carrot off on your pants. Yep. And then, you know, that you just eat that carrot. It's like, it'll blow your mind. Carrots, peas, um, even broccoli, broccoli grown in a home garden versus broccoli bought in a, a grocery, grocery store. store. You can just taste that it has sweetness. Mm. Like the first time I grew my own broccoli, I was amazed. It had sweetness. I'm like, mm. where does the sweetness come from? It comes the from the plant. The sugars. It, and it, yes, it yes. comes from the sugars and it comes from the plant struggling a little bit. Like even if you, even if you take a hydroponic. We, we don't. We, we, industrial farming is feed we it. Do, as, we've just forgotten what Give it as much water like. as possible. Yeah, like move it along. Pump it with a lot of water. And same strawberries, right? Like if you, if you taste um, a wild strawberry or a strawberry grown on a local farm yes. versus one that's traveled from California or Florida. Even if you freeze the local strawberry and you pull that out and it's all soft and mushy and you taste that versus the one you just got from the grocery store from California or Florida, the flavor profile is completely Mm. different. We also have to develop our palates a little bit to recognize the difference because if we've never had that fresh, beautiful thing, you have nothing to compare it to. So then you're satisfied by the California product that's traveled for a bazillion miles here. I I did a presentation at CD Sunday or Saturday years ago. I've done a couple of them. One was on, on... its topic was unusuals. Mm. That's really, I went for crazy things that nobody had ever thought of growing before. Or why would you grow um, walking stick cabbages, for example? Um, Why would you do, anyways, the point that I I think I'm trying to make is that we really should be, we've been given an incredible amount of latitude and opportunity. Here, we, we we lead pretty good lives. Why would we not try to do things differently? Well, that's that's my question. <laughs> so, so we, I mean, CD Sudbury exists so that we can inspire people to see their future a little bit differently. Mm. You know, we, and this is why I participate in this project. I find this a very exciting. I find it very exhilarating. I love the people I'm meeting. I love showing people what they could, um, what they could grow themselves, what it would taste like, what it would look like. There's just so many opportunities and choices that we don't know about. So we have to. So one of the distinct differences we have in this year's presentation versus last year is uh, we're only going to do 15 minute presentations because we've done these online. No, no. Lots loose, not tight. We've only we've been unable to meet in person. So what we've done is we want to have a 15 minute presentation and 45 minutes of dead time air, like dead air time, like no speaker, which will allow 
people to go to the tables and have conversations right. and have conversations with each other and have conversations with the people who have booths and everybody who's doing a presentation will be present there all day long right. to answer questions and we really want people to get to know each other to feel comfortable to create a um, community ma- making some new friends mm-hmm. and maybe signing up at the table for yes this year i'm going to grow beans i have some beautiful beans this whole oh set yeah of there's, bowls. there's bowls this, these bowls of beans um this we did some action. This is so. These are pole beans that grew up my farm. They're not very big. Then when we run out of these, um, this is a farm in um, I want to say uh, like between Collingwood and Barry. Right. So King Township. And so says, we're yes. going to put these into the Beautiful. collection also because they're an organic grower, and I germ tested the seeds, and they're all going to sprout. So, you know, we want people to leave with seeds. We would love it if people have seeds to trade. Great. If people just have old seeds that they're not using and they came from the hardware store, fine. We're going to distribute those to people who don't have any seeds. But we want people to come in with their own seeds to trade because, you know, five years from now, I want to see Chinese, whatever you said, cabbage walking stick. Mm-hmm. I, I've never seen that. So I would love that. You gave me some uh, I've always have seen red, it. some kind of red peas one year. Possible. Yeah. So, I mean, I want... I want the people to come in excited about the weird thing that they grew mm-hmm. and to trade them for somebody else's strange and wonderful thing that they grew. Like, I would love to see this culture of we have so many seeds, we don't know what to do with them. We have people who aren't hungry. I mean, nobody should be hungry. No. Everybody has a patch of ground or there's like 38 community I'm gardens. i still harvesting kale. Are you? I am. You <laughs> go underneath the snow, there's still kale. There's still kale. So it's robust. It's, it's indestructible. It's probably hard. It, but, you know, you could. Is well, it hard? Bring it, no, you bring it in. It, goes, it doesn't go all mushy. It's, it's So, but no, but I mean, chewy? Uh, just no, cut into no, ribbons. No, it's, it's still it's tender. It's very sweet. And, uh, yeah. It would be sweet because you know what happens There's in winter. There's still potatoes. There's potatoes. Still potatoes. But, you know, this is interesting. Why are plants sweet in, in Canadian winter culture? It's because the plant pumps out sugar to be the antifreeze as a protection. So that's why our carrots are sweeter and more delicious than California carrots because mm. we have winter and they don't. Right. So always buy an Ontario carrot instead of a... Somewhere else. Somewhere else. Definitely. Um, So let's, in our last moments here, remind everybody the date. It is the last Sunday of February. So that is Sunday, February 26th. It's going to start at 10 a.m. and it's going to wrap up at about 3. Our main focus is that seed swap table and our second focus is education and inspiration. Mm. And there's been um, a... It is free. It is free. There's free parking. you should go to their If you go to Eventbrite and tell us that you're coming... Um, that just helps us sort of be ready mm. <laughs> and you don't have to stay the whole day like it's no. very much a drop in I will be publishing the speaker schedule so if there's a presentation that you really want to see you, you'll know you can go uh, we are going to put all of the presentations even though they're short they're all going to be on our CD Sudbury and then Seeds of Diversity Canada has four beautiful presentations that we will make available on our own website or with the link to them we are taking donations for the CD Sudbury group to be able to plan an event next year uh, because there are still always costs with running an event so we are taking donations we are also voting on um, oh, uh, a some... seed that we want to save in That's perpetuity right. so uh, Seeds of Diversity Canada has a lot of seeds that are kind of in their um, not endangered list or whatever, yeah, but you know threatened. they need they need a bit of special attention. Yeah. So we always try to adopt a seed. So there will be a vote on you know whichever ones we've decided. Yeah. So we have a short list. So we'll publish the short list and people can vote. And then um, if we generate enough money, then we send that money, money over to. to them and we keep some of the money so that you know we can buy labels and envelopes to label the seeds. There are going to be um, seed 
sorting and other organizational activities. I'm still looking for a few volunteers. I have quite a big volunteers list. So there'll be some uh, times uh, that people can come into CD and to Seasons Pharmacy. I call it active meditation. You know, if you're having a bad day, come here, touch the seeds for half an hour, put them in envelopes. You'll feel a lot better when you leave than when you came in. Yes. So yeah, beautiful seeds. It's beautiful. You know, you, you crack open a, a bean pod and sometimes they're white inside and sometimes, yeah, sometimes they're, they're black and sometimes they're purple. So anyways, it's exciting. It's like opening a little present every time you unshuck a corn husk or every time you open a bean pod. Yes. Well, we're going yeah. to have a wonderful present to open on the 26th of February, Science North in the Cavern, C.D. Sudbury. Awesome. Thanks, Sue. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's great to get the word out because, you know, you don't want it to be Sudbury's best kept secret. And everybody heard about it after. After You want people to find out about it beforehand so they can plan to come. Uh, Bring a friend. Or two. Or two. (laughs) And uh, I hope to to meet a lot of new friends there and to give people some hope that, you know, the, the food... The food system we have in Sudbury can be strengthened by all of us growing a garden and saving a few seeds and sharing them with somebody else. Yes. Wonderful. Rochelle Rocha, it's wonderful to be with you here at Pharmacy, at Seasons Pharmacy and Culinaria on Lawrence Street. You are a hub for much of the awareness that's going on about food in Sudbury. Thank you so much for what you do. It's my pleasure. Thanks, you. You've been listening to 96.7 on your FM dial. The program is QOL. I'm your host, Hugh Cruzel. We'll talk again next Thursday or anytime if you listen to podcasts asynchronously. Bye for now, folks.